face them, I don't know It takes a little more than what you show And that's yesterday Bobby Finn Knows Everyone is sponsored by Summit Mortgage and Sheldon Frank. If you're looking to buy a house and you live in Minnesota or Wisconsin, Summit Mortgage and Sheldon Frank, NMLS 213346, can provide the clout and confidence you need with a guaranteed offer. With Summit Mortgage Seller's Choice Program, once you're pre-approved, you'll become the home buying version of Bulletproof because Summit will guarantee that the loan will close according to the terms of the letter or Summit will either purchase the home themselves or pay the seller $10,000 in cold, hard cash. You heard it, 10K, baby. Uh, I guess that's why they're called Summit, because with an offer like that, it'll go straight to the top of the stack. So call Sheldon Frank today at 612-232-1872 to start the pre-approval process. Summit Mortgage Corporation, NMLS 1041 is an equal housing opportunity lender. Welcome to Bobby Finn Knows Everyone, a pull tab sports production. I am Bobby Finn, born and bred on the St. Paul's East Side, where it was all about looking out for each other, blue-collared hard work, and telling like it is. No BS. Sometimes your reputation helped you. Other times it got you in a little trouble. We're coming to you here from the new Cub Content Studios. As usual with me, Tommy Lord. How are you, Tommy? Yeah, rock on. We're at the Cub Content Studios, brand new. Thanks, Cub, for sponsoring. I love it. Doing good. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. good. Yeah, rock on. Well, the name of the podcast is Bobby Finn Knows Everyone, so of course I know our guest, Minnesota Twins pitcher, Louie Varlin. How are you, Louie? Doing great. How are you? Doing great. Happy to have you here, bud. Glad to be here. Well, it's you know I remember when you got your debut. It was pretty cool. I was sitting down the street having a beer, and they showed you up there, and you're starting at... Yankee Stadium against the Yanks in your debut. How, how'd that go? How'd that make you feel? It actually went well. felt amazing. Like, all my dreams came true on that on that day. Uh, and and luckily, I, I had a decent game, too. So You had an amazing game. I mean, I was, you were just putting them away. It was absolutely crazy. Were you like, Rocco, like, maybe I started against the Orioles or something like that. Or you like, why, why? Yankees? I loved it. No, I, I loved it. Like, it's it, it doesn't get much pressure than that, yeah. especially there. Yeah. Uh, they call them the bleacher creatures, the okay. fans there, because they're just they're ruthless. <laughs> yeah. But it actually worked out pretty well because uh, I was supposed to pitch the day before, but it got rained out. So we had a doubleheader the next day, and I pitched a noon game, and nobody was at the game. Okay. So, all right. it, so it took a little bit of the pressure off, like, oh, my yes, God, they're not exactly. all chanting my name. And right. Do, do they get after, like, players, like, yelling oh, yeah. and screaming? Especially and... in the bullpen before the game warming okay. up. Like, they'll <laughs> – say anything to you oh yeah they'll do their research they'll look you up and try to find <laughs> anything on you <laughs> siblings nothing is off limits well, that's great it's, well we're going to talk about the yeah. pen after a little bit here but i mean it was unbelievable we, it's what an unbelievable experience and then you were just mowing them down i mean you strike you struck judge out you struck them all out but then the second time judge was up what happened? He he he, uh, he got me. He got me on the same pitch I I, I struck him out with. He's like fool me once. So here you exactly. go, rookie. That's what right? great hitters do, right there. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, and it doesn't get better than that guy. I mean, what a monster guy. What yeah. was the count when uh, when he hit the dong off? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was two two. It was, okay. it was a two two changeup. Okay. I, I just. I mean, it, it was a decent pitch. He was he was just looking for that exact pitch and 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 he got it. He's yeah. just sitting on it. He, he should have put it. it in his ribs. <laughs> <laughs> This is what I'm about from St. Paul Punk, uh, North St. Paul, I guess. But 
No, that's great. Well, let's uh, let's digress a little bit. I mean, you're born in North St. Paul. You know, you would you graduate in 2017? You said 16. 16. Played baseball. You wrestled in football. You know, yeah. that's three sport athletes. You these fit hockey days. in too. Why? What's the matter? I played a lot of pond hockey. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, like I try a lot of weight. I I mean wrestling for me it like builds character does all this great stuff but i think looking back i wish i would have played hockey growing up just because hockey is so much fun you will not have as much fun as you can playing pond hockey yeah like, right w- with your friends yeah that's exactly right and and a lot cheaper for your parents too to yeah yeah i mean you obviously beat a lot of people's ass on them on the, the wrestling mat with two mvps right uh like mvp of like the the team I looked up. You said you were MVP of wrestling. I don't know. Maybe it was the team? Yeah, it, it was one of the two times. I went to state three times, though. Okay, wow. But I wrestled varsity as a seventh grader. I was pulled up as a seventh grader. I wrestled six years there. Um, I went to state three times. I was hurt my sophomore year, but okay. yeah. God, That's and, impressive. And, so you went to state at, in wrestling mm-hmm. three times. You went to state in football? Yeah. At North St. Paul? Yeah. North St. Paul kids go to state in football? The one good year we had, we went to state, and that was, and that was my senior year. Oh, my God. Well, that's fun. And so, and baseball state or no? No. Come on. And then never. you go and you turn out to be the – baseball is your sport, yet you never got yeah. the team to stay. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Right. I always I always clunked it in, uh, in sections. <laughs> I could not make it happen. Who so. knocked you out of sections? Uh, Creedon? Um, where were you guys at? No, one year was Eastridge, another year – was God? Who was it? Eastridge kids are thumping. Yeah. Know. Well, I mean, your ears—you got good ears. Yeah. They're not the cauliflower ears from wrestling. No, no. Oh, that's I, good. I, that's yeah. good. That always—that's my one it's, thing. I'm like, if you're ever gonna get into one, you look at their ears. Yes. If they yeah. got cauliflower, you stay away. Yeah, you if run. You get in a fight. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. You stay away. Even you, Bobby Finn. I wouldn't. Yeah. They never mess with the wrestler. <laughs> Because no, I got one chance to to end it, and if I don't do it, I'm bent in half. And, and not only just a wrestler, but a wrestler with cauliflower ear. Yeah. They've been doing it forever, right. and they don't care to wear the headgear anymore. They're they're different. Oh yeah, they're different. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. But uh, it's kind of the small world that we were talking about earlier. Is you know I you know knew his dad a little bit back in the day. Played a couple of games of softball with them, and and then on top of that, his grandpa lives right next door to my dad. So my dad was talking. We were talking about him playing on the twins. They said he throw him and his brother kept you know throwing balls off my shed constantly. You know, just you know they were screwing around as kids, which that's what you want, yeah, right? Exactly. That's you how you don't instead want, of playing sitting inside playing Fortnite the whole day, yeah. Fortnite or vandalizing or being just dipshits, right? Yeah, right. And so that was cool, you know, to you know to hear some of the stories. I mean, right next door, it's yeah. incredible, yeah. you know, how it all turns out. But you know, it's it's cool. It's a pleasure. How did you get to Concordia from high school? Yeah, um, I, I guess like my junior, senior high school is when I started to get good at, at baseball. And I was like, all right, I think I could play college. Uh, my senior year, well, the previous year, so my junior year, my brother committed to Concordia, St. Paul as well. And uh, my senior came around, I had to commit somewhere. I, I reached out to everybody in the NSIC, the same conference as Concordia St. Paul. I reached out to every other team because I wanted to play against my brother and not with him anymore. Because yeah. I, mean, I grew uh-huh. up with him, I was in a shadow my whole life. Yeah, right. I wanted, I wanted to get away from that, so I emailed all these other, all the other teams in the conference. Uh, a couple got back to me. Most of them like did not reply, so I ended up falling back, back into like Concordia St. Paul and following my brother for another three years. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Couldn't get out. He yeah. Couldn't get out. No, no, I, I couldn't. Yeah. 
So well, that's it worked a big, out, though. I mean, so you go high school and had a pretty good career in high school. You're a good batter, too, from what I see. I, I mean, I, I was good for Minnesota. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. But it's it's interesting. So then you go to Concordia, but for to be a Minnesota kid who plays baseball, to be able to compete and jump levels like you did uh, with kids who you know are the, from the Dominican or from mm. South America who are from Florida or Arizona, like that's a pretty big jump. I mean, oh, yeah. that's... How, did you progress? Did you feel yourself progressing a lot while you're at Concordia? I did. Yeah, okay. I, I worked with um, Marcus McKenzie and John Gobb. They were the two pitching coaches. I I love John Gobb. Like it, he he took me he took me underneath his wing. He played in the MLB, so that I got to get everything I can out of this guy. Yeah. He's helped me out a lot. Yeah, right. But not only those two, but uh, Marcus McKenzie, Neil Lerner, the whole coaching staff is is is, is it, it, it's a great program there. Okay. Yeah. Was there something? Was there like a Something you did that, like you know, long throwing long ball or, or working out or like what what or maybe it's just your work ethic in general. It was all of it. Well, I, I did have a work ethic. Okay. Um, that was how I was raised. Yeah. By my parents, but um, uh, like it, it was lifting. It was growing some more. It was becoming a pitcher, not just a thrower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 uh, like a lot of work mechanically to clean stuff up. I was intru- I was introduced to arm care. And, it was, and growing up as a three-sport athlete is my first time playing baseball year-round. Mm-hmm. And that just helped out a lot. Gotcha. Yeah. And your dad or grandpa were kind of legends of North St. Paul as well? Like, I know Finn's got a got, – they're kind of a legend of uh, Eastside <laughs> Harding area. But, For the wrong reasons. Uh, but, like, so what, was it your dad, your grandpa, or was it just it's, a lineage of, like – It's pretty much a lineage. My okay. aunt's – Ran high school softball. Oh, your aunt started. Okay. They were yes, they were no joke. They were the real deal pitchers that they could hit. Yeah, right. I, I like uh, Denise Varlin and Sue Varlin. Okay, at a North, uh, from North St. Paul, they they yeah. ran the show. Yeah, them too. But my dad was a very good softball player, and uh, I, I guess my grandpa. I mean, it all started with the him with the house in North St. Paul. Yeah, uh, started Varlin Drywall, which is like the our drywall company. It's a family business, but yeah, yeah, right. God, all right. Yeah. So you you tell a story about your dad who was a quit the softball player and maybe he didn't have the best work ethic playing softball. He he played softball because it was fun. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just because fun, he didn't really like practice at it. He was just like he, he was a later bloomer than me. and My brother was. Okay, yeah. So like after like he played baseball in, in high school. He, like he, he batted eighth or ninth. He wasn't yeah. like a stud or anything. Yeah. And then ap- after after he graduated. Then he started to grow and get big and start throwing harder, do all this. So then yeah. he played softball yeah. with all his buddies. It was a good time. He, I mean, he's known for having a beer on the ground, a cig in his mouth, and he's chewing on, on a chew all at the same time, playing center field. But he's also hitting home runs and throwing dudes out. And That's the truth. He's that doing softball yeah. right. That's yeah, yeah exactly. He, he had a really good time. He went to Worlds co- a, a couple of years, class C, I believe. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's where it was, though. I mean, that's the C players back then for the good teams could have played a yeah they just chose to be with their buddies and yep. hang out more and and yeah. he dominated dude he he, he could crush it was pretty fun but uh i mean just like i said small world yeah and it's just fun to go through it all for sure but what uh what, what do you got next well let's do uh let's do a quick promotion for unreal uh because we're all wearing it today you got unreal sweatshirt on i got it on unreal that's un rl.co go to that website check them out because unreal makes really the best apparel here in minnesota and you've seen it all around you see with what i got with this crossover hoodie right here bobby yeah crossover hoodie crossover hoodie yep you see them all over the place and that's unreal because unreal knows what they're doing um 
they make gear crafted around the athlete. And I'll tell you what, if you go to unreal.co, U-N-R-L.co, you uh, put in pull tab 15, you get pull, uh, 15% off your uh, off your order at unreal.co. So check them out. Check them out. So um, 17 games pitched. Yeah. 10 games started, 71Ks. How freaking cool is that, right? I mean, you're you're throwing 100 miles an hour. I mean, obviously you had to do certain things. I don't know. I don't know what the heck you can do. The only other person I've ever heard of is Steven Strasburg. He threw 89 miles an hour in high school, and then he throws 102 or whatever. <laughs> I mean, so how did you increase? I mean, you said about your work ethic, and you, you grew and you got stronger, and your mechanics. But I mean, God, it's just it's you just don't hear these stories and. To go in the majors after pitching at Concordia and St. Paul and to just mow these guys down, dude, that's sweet. It, it is very cool, yeah. I mean, I, I, I worked my tail off. It, it's, it's lifting, it's armchair, it's all these things I mentioned earlier, but it's doing it over like six, eight years now. Yeah. Just sticking to the process and making it work out. But I do believe not every pitcher can throw 100 miles an hour. I have plenty of teammates that work harder than me at it and are still throwing like 90, 92. Yeah. So it, 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 I do have genetics on my side. I, I don't know exactly what it is that allows me to throw so hard, but mm-hmm. I, I just do. You know, I, I, I can't explain it. It's just. It's that St. Paul in you. It's that east side in you, baby. A dog. You got that dog. <laughs> you east side dog on you, baby. When did Take the Field come into play? Take the Field's owner, Cole Hutchins, was my old uh, VFW coach. Yeah. So I played with him my freshman and sophomore year. And then. After, after like my class, my brother's class both graduated, he kind of shifted to the, the, the private baseball uh, uh, place, and, and, he, and he started to take the field, which is a great place to train. Me and my brother actually put on a pitching clinic, I think it's like 12 weeks long, uh, this winter leading up to like spring tryouts. We teach the kids like mechanics, the lingo, some arm care, how to like take care of your arms, how to like pitch, how to become a pitcher rather than a thrower. A lot of this stuff, and and we chase velo, we chase strike strike percentage, we teach some pitches. It's a, it's a great thing. We've been doing it for like three three to five years now. Uh, I I think it was actually it started four years ago, but um, but yeah, it it it's right in downtown North St. Paul. Huh. Uh, kids from kids from all over and come in. It's like it's two times a week. There's a uh, Tuesday and Thursday, but I encourage everybody to come out if yeah. you're if if you're in high school, if you're in middle school, it doesn't matter. Like come out yeah. and learn from us. It's it's a good deal. Bobby, your kid going out there. Uh, he, ironically, he is. All right, that's who got. That. He's never learned something. Yeah. That's Look at who. That. Uh, that's who bridged uh, this this relationship. Uh, you know, my the kid I grew up with in from Little League Baseball is one of their instructors and the hitting instructor, Mark Dornfeld. And he said, uh, you know, get your kid over to meet Cole and the staff, and uh, he'll be he'll be joining yeah. you for some of those uh, some of those trainings. Absolutely, can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I should add that. Um, to sign up for it, the sign-up sheet's open right now. I believe it's at takethefield.com. It's 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 on the website, or he also has like an Instagram page where you can do it there as well. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Cool. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they did something right. I mean, anybody that helped get you where you are, you're at, you know, we're a part of it. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. And your brother, obviously. Yep. So that's cool. Very cool. So let's. You're talking a little bit about stats. How much does stats come into what you do on a pitch by pitch, game by game. Yeah. Because it feels like it's getting more and more. And, um, you know, you're always seeing, you know, you're seeing the catcher, the pitcher look into the dugout for different things. You, 
do you go out there? You know, you go in between innings. I, you don't have to give me all your secrets, but like you go in between innings, and like, all right, who do I got coming up? All right, where do I want to go with these guys? You have to do mm-hmm. a lot of film study. Do you, or is it mostly like, you know, pitch by pitch, knowing like catchers giving you signals, like, okay, this guy, you know, yeah. must be bad high and away, or like, how how much of it is like, or is it like, all right, I'm I'm feeling great today with my fastball, yeah. or I've got I've got my stuff together with my curveball. Like, what what it, what is it? It's basically yes and no to every one of those things okay. you mentioned. You can go about two ways. You can simplify it, or you can make it as complicated as you want. S- some pitchers love all these information, all these stats. It can get cra- like so in depth, like to like the count yeah. and what pitch, and every pitch has yeah. a percentage of, of of when to throw what, where. Yeah, you watch the games on Dude. TV, and they they give you the box, and you're like, all right, low and away on a two two pitch. It, like, it, it can these get, guys know that it can get crazy. The yeah. Twins provide all the information that you. C- can have and want yep. and ask for but me personally i like keeping it simple uh i sit down with the catcher and the pitch coach before the game we, we go through the game plan mm-hmm. i trust my catcher to know it better than i do because i, I want to be out there just think about the next pitch yeah now like two three pitches from now like third time through the order this and that keep it simple one pitch at a time i'll let the catcher like worry about the stats and all that yep but uh um most most games You'll know if you have like a certain pitch on, yeah. Then you, you obviously throw that pitch more because right. you have a, a, like control over it or, yep. or whatever. And it's you just get confidence it, yeah. in it. Getting swing to swing to miss it that day, so you, you just throw it more. Yeah, and playing the odds basically. Oh yeah, for sure. How about the? Um, and I didn't believe this until I saw it on TikTok. But like the uh, pitch com where the guys got the little speaker in their hat and the and the catcher have a little button on their shin pad yep. or on their wristband, like. I was like, wait, what? That's a thing now? It's different, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it, though. Yeah, do you? I do like it. I mean, it speeds up the game. I'm all about speeding up the game. Okay. Because the last thing I want, if, if I'm a starter... You want to keep I, it going. Yeah. I have to wait. I have to watch four games before I did have my start again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, faster the better, 100%. There was a... there was a uh, The TikTok I saw was Kenta Maeda. The, the story was that the pitcher... Sorry, the hitter could hear the sound coming through the catcher's gear because it was brand new. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was this year or last year. <laughs> and the batters all knew what the pitch was, and they and he still performed really well because yeah. he was Maeda was just like <laughs> lights out. And I was like, you I don't should know say if the wrong thing. Made oh, up right. or what? Curveball, yeah. curveball. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually throw the gas. You're like, hey, stop listening. Yeah, yeah stop cheating. Sweet, there you go. Freaking Louis gonna throw an no yeah. next year. He's gonna, <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be it. He's like, yeah, yeah. We, we we mess with the pitch comms. Purposely turn it up. Turn up your volume. Yeah, have like a yeah. And then screw with the signs. That's uh, yeah. That's well, yeah, no, I mean, everything is stealing signs these days. Yeah, shit in every sport. Right. I don't know how I feel about that. I almost feel like that's what signs are for. Otherwise, you would just yell out what you're gonna do. But signs, everybody wants to know the signs. Everybody wants to know what's coming. So you kind of wanna. To try to figure it out if you're a player. Now, I if you're the Astros and you're beating out a drum, that's a different story. But like, I don't know. And people are like, I don't know. All that's why we all like, had it though. That's why when we grew up, they you had an indicator, you had all that. But yes. if, if you're the pitcher and the catcher, now that they have the, you know, your, the intercom, yeah, or the com, you're like that's different, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just painting your nails different colors and right. dropping a couple signs down, but right. It's yeah, it's it's crazy, and like I I couldn't imagine all the information. I think it would be information overload for me. I'd be like, hang on, he's crowding the plate. I'm just gonna hit him. 
Let's go old school, move. right? I like that. Get off the plate. That's the Bobby Finn. Oh, move. I, yeah. Don't dig in. That's underneath my hat. That's what I wrote on my hat. Don't <laughs> dig in because I'm coming high and tight. I don't care. Charge them on. Get me. Nolan Ryan, yeah. yeah. So, so the new rules this year, did that mess you up at all? No, not at all. Because I had it in AAA the, the previous year, yeah. like pitch time and pitch clock and all that stuff. So Yeah. So yeah. It, what about the strategies that come with, you know, the clock and, um, you know, being able to only throw over to the first base or to the bases yeah. a few times or, like, or trying to, like, slow down the clock, stepping off. Like, is that – like, I saw a little bit of that in the playoffs, too. I was like, all right, that's pretty smart. Um, yeah. And there and some pitchers, like, they just kind of walk up and then throw it. And your batter's like, whoa, that's, that's a me. whole yeah, – Yeah, okay, yeah. Quick pitch. Yeah. Yeah. I work, I work extremely fast. I mean, everybody likes it except the hitter. Yeah, like that's the way who yeah. you don't want to like exactly, it, right? exactly. So I mean, but I I, I, I did fall in a little trouble because I spe- I speeded up a lot. Yeah, when I should like take a second to like process the situations. Two strikes, I need to throw this out of the zone. I I end up throwing it in the zone. You know, uh-huh. so I I think maybe it it, it it sped up a little bit too fast. I got to find a happy medium, but uh, but but like all the new rules and everything like. Favor some players like Acuna stealing bases. Yep. Just went on a tear because mm-hmm. they'd pick off. You know he's stealing, so okay. you try to pick him off, get the out. He's he's saved twice. He can't pick up a third time without like balking. Yeah. Like unless you get him for the out. So he had like what like seventy bags this year. It's insane. It's just crazy. But that's part is, of the game. That's yeah. a huge advantage, and I think the Twins need to get better at that. That's my own opinion, but. Vince Coleman would have had 300 stolen bases. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it's Ricky Henderson. You, yeah. I mean, you couldn't stop him. But <laughs> no. it's it, the game has changed, and I think it's for the better. There's absolutely. I mean, Chuck Knobloch. I wanted to freaking. I would have hit him in freaking the dome every time if he took his. Bobby, he took impressive. his the gloves off mm-hmm. when he stepped out every single pitch. Um, the, it would yeah. drive me absolutely insane. But it's uh, it the game's changed for the better. There's no doubt about it. Getting. It, it, because of the instant gratification, right? All these kids these days, if you don't freaking make it now, mm, they're going to yeah. lose them, right? Right. So it's yeah. uh, it's for the better. There's no question. But So getting to the bullpen, right? Back to the bullpen? Back to the bullpen. I think before we go to the bullpen, let's do let's, – let's, Let's wait one second. All right. Let's go. Let's go to Chill Boys. All right. And uh, Louie, I don't know if you know what Chill Boys are, but these might help you when you're in pressure situations. Okay. Chill Boys are uh, bamboo underwear, like boxers and briefs. Logos right behind me over here, and uh, they're life changing underwear. They I don't know what it is, but they have this cool fabric, cool technology that keeps the boys cool, especially in pressure situations in in the summer, in the winter, whenever you need it most. Uh, Chill Boys. Keeps you cool, uh, down low. They call it menthol for your man parts. And uh, check out Chill Boys. Uh, they come in a lot of different styles. A lot of they come in both boxers and briefs. And Chill Boys is life changing underwear. I'll tell you that much. It is. You got. I mean, I'm not joking. You got to try it. I don't know if we yeah, have. I'll, I'll have to. I'll have to try out. Yeah. Try them out. There you go. It's, it's kind of like. Um, well, let me ask you this. What's your favorite baseball movie? Uh, Sandlot. Sandlot. Yeah. I'm a Bull Durham guy. Okay. And in Boulder, um, Nuke Lelouch wears like women's gargamel, right? Because it makes him feel like loose and yeah. keeps his mind off of baseball. Maybe that's like Chill Boys. It kind of keeps you cool. Sure. Like you're like, you don't like, have to worry about the downstairs. Yeah, you don't. Right. You, it's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The other thing we got to cover is this is what we do every week. We do uh, Bobby's Bar Review, and uh, Bobby's got a good one for you. You might even know this place, Louis. Well, it's right by Take the Field Sidewinders. No, I'm, oh, I'm going. Newman's? I'm going Newman's. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Newman's is, uh, yeah, that's the old school one. You know, it's the oldest bar, continuous bar in Minnesota. Yeah. It that's is? They, yeah, it that's is. what they take pride in. Yeah. Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a great place. So Newman's, uh, yeah, Newman's is a good place. Yeah. You know, they... they Give us a little bit. What do you well, think of it? What you do you know, like? it's it's pretty simple, to be honest. It's got the just a simple bar, but they have really good food. Service is solid. Okay. Yeah. They so. have, do they have touch tunes? They do have touch tunes. Do they have golden tea? They don't have golden tea. Do they have pull tabs? They do have pull tabs. So they have two of the three trifecta. They don't have the trifecta. Yeah, yeah they so don't have a trifecta. They're losing so some points no there. No bonus points. But drinks out of ten, what do you think? Drinks are strong. Drinks are strong and good. Yeah. Okay. So I'd say a nine nine one for drinks. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, atmosphere. Atmosphere is solid. You know, I'd say probably eight five. You kind of get some locals. You never know what you're going to run into there, but mm-hmm. uh, it's still solid. People go out of their way to go there. All right. How about the service? How about the, the bar staff there? Bar staff's good. Bar staff's good. good. Yeah, they're attentive. They, you know, they're welcoming. There's no doubt about it. Okay. Uh, number? Can you give it a number? Food. The foods. The burgers are great. Okay. Food is really really good. So that's you know that's putting it up there too. So overall, I would say an eight eight. Eight 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 eight. Uh, yeah, wow, I'm yeah. surprised. I thought you'd go higher with Newman's, but all right. Yeah. It's you know, it's breaking the nines are tough. Lou, you been there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, what do you think? I like it. Yeah. I like. I'm more of a sidewinders guy. Okay. Because I know the owners and yeah, and that's where we go if, if we go to downtown North St. Paul. But I've I've been to Newman's. I went in there uh, fundraising, trying to sell stuff like my whole childhood. So yeah. well, we'll have to we'll have to look into sidewinders yeah. going forward. At Sidewinders, I feel like the, is the kind of place you walk in. If you're not a local, you're going to get side-eyed at Sidewinders. Maybe. Well, <laughs> my grandparents run that place. They're there every night. They, uh, all right. All right. We're going they to Sidewinders. Side we let's, we're doing a video on the next yeah. uh, next one will be about Sidewinders. I love that. If you're there, ask for Denny or yeah. Dwayne Varland. Yeah. They're, I love they're around. It. Perfect. All right, Bobby. What else you want to talk? You want to talk about the bullpen? You want to talk about the fun on the off days? Where are we going to go here? I want to talk the, the bullpen because I think Yankee we were talking earlier. Yeah. D word and an A word and a D word and all the words. No, no. all the words. I think that's pretty uh, pretty crazy. But I think that I, I can't imagine you're going to be in the pen uh, next year. But if you were in the pen and you were you had your your songs or your oh, your walkout your songs. songs or 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 just to get out onto the field. I mean, what? what yeah, well, what, what, you got it. You got a game plan. It, if you ever like, it's kickstart my heart, Molly Crew. Oh, yeah. I love that Motley Crue kind of guy. Yeah, oh, you know, that's sweet. If you had like a like a belt buckle that shot sparks or something, <laughs> that would be or like, cool. Or that would be cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's sweet because yeah. we are concepting some ideas, some other things that you could do. Like maybe it's you know you come out on like snowmobiles or something like that because mm. North St. Paul Polar is like ah, yeah, Polaris <laughs> sponsorship kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Or, or ice like, slide, like a big a ice luge. slide or an ice luge. They like <laughs> kind of like Milwaukee has. We just like slide yeah, yeah, right out. Yeah, but that could all be incorporated with Kickstarter. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, Kickstarter. That's a great one yeah. for sure. I think like it's too bad. Like normal starters, do you have like warm up music that you pitch to? Like when you're warming up on a start day, or is yeah. it just kind of well? Anything? Like every bullpen has like their their like entrance song. Yeah. Every starter has as their walkout song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Kickstart my heart. Yep. So if so if it went seventeen innings and position players were gone and they needed a hit, which pitcher is going to go hit? Well, the, it's either Pagan or um, Fundy. It's a new lefty that came up with long hair. Uh, he also hit in college. He, he, he actually had like a eight ninety OPS in college. Like really, he could bring it. Yeah. So why? Okay, all right. Now I'm segueing over. I, I agree. Why in the hell don't they let athletes play? 
like Otani. I mean, yeah. obviously he got hurt and that sucks. But if you got a player that can play, I mean, let him go. Yeah. I mean, even in the the off days, it's like I know you want pitchers to recover and you want all this, but I'm like, why not let this guy hit all the time? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it'll change. Probably not. Yeah. No. I, mean, I think if the next Otani comes, or you yeah. know, it's that's he's the pinnacle of it, right? right. But there's athletes are athletes. It, just because you can throw hard and you're a pitcher, not all pitchers are athletes by all means. But Burt Blylevin, sorry. Um, I, I just think that shot to Burt, man. That's so funny. <laughs> so I just think if you got a player that can play the game, let him play. Right. I yeah. mean, I agree, but it's it. it it goes back to like high school, college. It's hard enough to get drafted, and you have to like work on a specific craft to even get drafted. Yeah, it's a it's very few that can that can do it all, like yeah. pitch and hit or or do whatever. Uh, the Twins are actually kind of experimenting with that. Andrew Bechtold in AAA, he was a catcher, played infield, and he also pitched. He might like it. it there's a dude, I forget his name. There's a dude in the league that does that. He, he's a third catcher. He's a utility infielder, and he also like eats innings. Oh. Yeah, if you throw, I mean, you throw gas, you throw gas. Yeah, I mean, literally. I mean, if, I but mean, it, the velo doesn't matter; it's the movement on it. Right, it can't be a straight ball. No. Which straight. I was going to say, which is is way too old. I was telling you about this earlier. I remember when Rob Dibble when the All Star game. I shit, it had to be ninety two or something. He got up and he threw a hundred and two or something yeah. like that. And he threw a straight fastball, and Julio Franco, I think, was 50 years old, just went yard on him. Oh, yeah. Every, everybody can hit yeah. 100 miles an hour nowadays. It's the movement on it. Straight 100%. fastballs are not good. That's all I did. Yeah. My, mine went straight, and then they went like this. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. <ya. laughs> That's why I hit a lot of people, because I didn't want that to happen again. Back off. Yeah. You, just, you just pitch with fear. You pitch just with like, fear. Yeah. I dropped on sidearm, and they're I, gonna hit they you. would tail <laughs> so damn hard. Uh-huh. I hit a dude in the face at Midway Stadium once. Oh, it was no. terrible. <laughs> I didn't try to do it yeah, either. Of course. Yeah. So then, Louis, does it come down to get, get any movement? Does it come down to your grip? Does it come down to the pressure points? Does um, it come to, like, cut, cut fastballs? Or? Grips grips do have uh, – grips that play an aspect. You can't mm-hmm. really teach spin rate. I mean, okay. that also helps. Efficiency. Um it's basically just, it, it's just movement though. It's it's like trying different things until you can find something that's effective. Okay. Yeah. With the spin rate and okay. Yep. Interesting. And axis and tilt and and all this other physics technology physics. stuff. Yeah. Physics. Physics. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, so tell us about the locker room. I always like the locker God, room. You're kinda... so horny. Honest <laughs> <laughs> question. Tell us about the locker room. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Get, let's get into the locker room yeah. and the antics and the. And the who's your go-to guy? Like, all right, this is like kind of helped you along and brought you like under their wing. Yeah, right? yeah. Hmm. I guess they didn't have like the one guy. Chris Paddock's really cool. Okay. Um, he's very open. Uh, Emilio Pagan's also really cool. Nick Gordon, very outgoing. He's like the energy of the team. Royce Lewis is as well. Yeah. I would say <laughs> Bailey Ober and Joe Ryan were pretty pretty oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the mustache, probably, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should grow a stash. I can't. I try. It's yeah. I'm, I'm way behind. I'm working on it. <laughs> what do you think of the pitchers that all have like the mystique? It does. It just seems like a whole new category of pitchers, like the mystique. The, who's the guy that does this when he pitches? You know, like Kimbrel. Kimbrel, yeah. Craig and then Kimbrel. some guys got the big, the big hair. Mm-hmm. Some guys got the big beard. Who's the guy we were growing up that had the massive beard? I can't remember who that was. It was just like. Uh, 
Mitch Williams was the crazy dude. When yeah, we, Mitch Williams would fall off the mound when yeah. he pitched. It just seems like it almost feels like it's coached at a certain point. You know, like, yeah. all right, all right, you need a little shtick. You need something that's going to scare and throw them off. It's, it's entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Think about something else, yeah. right? But, I mean, I, that's one of the things, too, is like I think these guys are trying too hard to – be so so goofy that it throws you off or you know or <laughs> well yeah like it messes with your mind it yeah. does for sure but i'm like i don't know it drives me nuts <laughs> just pitch <laughs> but maybe i mean you hide yeah. the ball longer that it, i don't know maybe that yeah. clayton kershaw kind of just hides it a long mm-hmm. time you know and he's got this weird little yeah moment but yeah. oh yeah um, so when you were at the Saints talking about weird weird shticks, did you did you ever uh, have to get involved in any of the weird antics or shticks at the Saints, or was it all just like I play baseball, you guys deal with all the yeah it, it, it was it was pretty it was pretty uh, yeah it was, it was pretty like that it was pretty separate like the the promotion everything never included the players or anything because the players are trying to make the big so yeah. the last thing they want to do is be involved with this stuff yeah right but I would take Squealon like the pig yeah. out for washing stuff for anybody <laughs> I love doing that I love the pig there yeah hey, you also have a Bill Murray story I do have a Bill Murray story okay. yep so I I don't know if it was someone's Hall of Fame in or it was Daryl Strawberry into oh that's the when Saints he was Hall there yeah oh great and Bill Murray showed up uh, at some point during the game he was walking through the dugout saying hi, whatever, talking to the whatever. On his way out, I turned around. I don't know what came over me, but I turned around and said, good game, Bill, and I slapped his ass. <laughs> I slapped Bill Murray's ass. My whole family loved it, and it's, it, was, it was one of the highlights of my year. I still can't believe I did it. I, what did he do? He, like, he just took it and, like, stumbled a little bit and, and, like, half looked back and just kept walking. He didn't say anything. Or, that is so funny. <laughs> Yeah, back to back Bill Murray episodes. Right, gotta find that footage. Uh, oh, that is yeah. That would be great if that's on camera for uh, sure. It, it could have got me in trouble, like you know, slapping anybody's ass. And yeah. I don't know, but oh, okay, <laughs> he, was, he was a good sport about it. That's good. Yeah. And then what about your your uh, your shtick in the in the postseason here? You had a couple of things that you did that. Uh, Mine? Yeah, me? yeah, yeah. With the water jug. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was after we clinched. Playoffs. Well, okay, I, I saw a video. I don't know if it was the 87 or 91 uh, World Series. A player threw a jug of water in the stands on somebody. I saw it before the game. I was like, I got to do that. Like, why not? <laughs> uh, we clinch. We celebrate on the field. Everybody's kind of walking off. I see the jug just sitting there still. I said, I'm going to do it. I did it. I threw it on somebody. But the coolest one was after we won the first playoff series against the Blue Jays. Uh, I th- there's two sitting there. I threw one of them on this guy. Well, I grabbed the jug. I asked, who wants, who wants this? Dude's like, me, me, me. I threw it on him. And then I grabbed the other one and said, all right, who wants it? And this dude came up on top of the dug. He's like, put it on me again. <laughs> so I said, all right. <laughs> threw another one on him. And they got that in video and there's pictures and everything. And it was, it was, it was I'm, I'm, pr- I'm proud I did it. Like, that's it, it's, fantastic. It's another highlight of the year. Keeping it going. <laughs> that's great. God, that's great. Yeah. You guys had a nice playoff run. Well yeah. done. I mean, Thank that was you. exciting. And Very you guys exciting. played great and kind of pulled this town together yeah. for baseball again, and I thought that was really awesome. There's a lot more Twins fans now after that, I'll tell you that. A lot Absolutely. of people came up to me and was like, I can't wait to watch Twins down this next year. Like, that was just electric. I'm yeah. sitting in the bullpen just having goosebumps half the game. Yeah. Like, the place was just packed and loud and yeah. just love to see it. It was cool. The whole vibe of the team was just solid this year. It just seemed like it was an actual team. It wasn't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And Rocco seems, 
I mean, Rocco and O'Connell for the Vikes, they seem like they're this cut from the same cloth. No, nothing phases them. Yeah. They just, just, whatever happens, they deal with it. They're calm and composed. And I mean, they seem like the, the perfect managers. I mean, Rocco's getting a lot of heat at times, but it is what it's part yeah. of the job, it's, right? It's yeah. Part of the job. Yeah. But um, let's do. Uh, so the other thing we do here, Louie, is we call it the uh, Bobby always has this thing at the end of the podcast about don't be a dick. Just be a good person. Mm-hmm. Be from the like from the east side. We looked out for each other. We help people out. And this is something that I think you might like, too, is because our don't be a dick this week. I have one for us. I mean, you've probably seen this. It's like people that go to sports and sporting events and they wear a jersey, but they don't wear a jersey that's part of either team that's playing. It's like... All right, yeah. twins are playing the Blue Jays, and this guy is wearing like a Seattle SuperSonics basketball jersey, yeah. or they're wearing, <laughs> or they're wearing like a Cleveland Indians jersey. You're like, I actually see that Cleveland a lot. Guardians yeah. jersey. You're like, what? I don't know. This, like, yeah, what's the what's point? going on here? What's this the isn't point? like yeah. a, a costume theme party for sports. <laughs> it's like cheer for a team, cheer for a player. Don't just like show up and go like, oh, I guess I'm wearing a jersey today because I'm going to cheer for sports in general. Yeah. No, you're cheering for Louis Varlin wearing his jersey <laughs> to the games. So yeah. what did you, first time you ever saw a grown man wearing your jersey, what'd you think? I loved it. It was a super <laughs> weird feeling. I'm, you know, obviously I'm not used to that. I'm like, damn, like, that's this is really jersey. happening. That's yeah. my jersey. I don't even know the dude. He's wearing my jersey. Yeah. That's the coolest part. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I mean, obviously, if your dad wears it, that's one right, thing. Like, right. I expect but, him to wear it, but like, no, I, don't, I don't expect it to, to see it around the stadium right. quite yet. You know, I'm still like a, a rookie, and I'm not like Royce Lewis or Kepler, or yeah, yeah Kepler, Trey, or Buxton. So. Yeah. Right. That's awesome, dude. That's super, yeah. super cool. But it's always, you know who it always is. It's the Brewer fan or the Packer fan at a that game. They're wearing like, the wrong yeah. jersey. Yeah, just get out of here. Just get across too, the river. Just too proud, yeah. yeah. They don't know what they're doing. Right? Yeah, drunken Scannies. God, drunken Scannies is right. <laughs> uh, speaking of playoffs, when Royce Lewis comes through for you guys so big, like, how good is he going to be? I've, like, I've never seen goal. anything like it. Oh, God. You want to talk about Clutch Gene? I, I didn't really see him play th- through the minors. Never, I never was never on his team. Yeah. For him to just do that. After missing half the season, after missing two years before that injuries, like I, I can't, I I can't explain it. Why or how would that even happen? The dude just has it. He's he got gets that it done. Factor, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. You really don't see that ever. No, it's crazy. It's so fun. You're just like, oh my god, he is that good. Like to, to do that, to step up and just crush. Oh my god. I like the um. So this is the other thing we talk about. I like the um. You guys put the the this year was like the vest, like the, the home fishing, run, the yeah. home yeah, the home run vest. What what's gonna be next year? You got any votes? You got any like? You I, got anything? I probably ha- don't have much of a vote or saying it. <laughs> you're a front, you're a Minnesota guy. I you know, should be well, the guy that gets to vote. I mean, I still have to make the you team. Bring some ideas to like, the table. You yeah, got to make I, the team. I think right. you should have Bobby Finn knows everyone's sweatshirt or something. <laughs> sweatshirt. I mean, it'd be kind of lame. It, it, like <laughs> like a hat or big hat or something would be a lot better with with that title on. Yeah, you it's gotta be sweatshirts. A, just like what? It's gotta know. be elaborate. It's gotta it's gotta be loud. It's gotta be loud. Um. What about like a? You did a vest last year. We could do like a life jacket. You know, maybe like yeah. a, like an orange life jacket. Like you're going like some boating, some uh-huh. lakes related. Uh-huh. It's not a bad idea. Like uh, it. I like it. Any other? Any other ideas? Come on. What else can we do? Uh, throw a snowball in somebody's face. Like a like a hockey stick or, oh, or some yeah. some hockey related. Yeah. Get hockey shoulder or, pads. Yeah. Throw a little uh, jersey on them. Like it. Oh God, we gotta we gotta come we'll, up with something. We'll yeah, we, up gotta up with something. we gotta brainstorm. We yeah, gotta brainstorm. Yeah. We need something for Louis here. 
<laughs> well, I like it. I like the bit. It's kind of like it's bringing a little bit of energy and excitement to baseball, yeah. which I think is fun. I think baseball's come a long way in the last couple of years with speeding things up, making it entertaining. I, you know, it's who's got the best one that you've seen. There's a samurai hat that's pretty cool. I think that's with the Angels. I think I've seen that. I yeah. think. Well, I think the Tigers do a hockey helmet. Which yes, I mean, it's not do. that cool, yeah. but, it, but it's, it's the red, red Detroit yeah. Red Wings. Yeah. Um, oh, it's like a goalie mask. No, they just have the, just, a, just a helmet. A regular helmet. goalie mask. That'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, no, that'd be really How cool because the goalie masks are always different. Yeah. yeah. You could yeah. do it as the, you know as the twins. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think Louis Verlin needs like a wrestling singlet. You just like put on the singlet <laughs> <laughs> after a strikeout. Somebody <laughs> like, throws it out there. Put it on the field. Hulk Hogan freaking just. <laughs> that you have to do that that would be great. <laughs> great i'll tell you what brother <laughs> all right bobby anything else we got to cover here with louis it's been it's been fun yeah mr uh, producer chris salazar in the corner got anything for us been listening the whole time no not really i mean he could throw his let's throw his uh take the field out again yeah I think that's I'll important that to get involved and in. for sure and i think the kids are People and fans and community appreciate you yeah. bringing it back. That's kind of not a lot of people yeah. do that, and that's awesome. Giving back. So, so, so I guess I'll say it's not just a pitching camp that that takes field offers. We do like private lessons, hitting, uh, pitching. We have a trainer there now too, Lamine. Oh, he, yeah. he does like weight room stuff. We have a weight room there. Um, it's, it's very flexible on the hours. You can come in whenever. Uh, we have a bunch of instructors, a bunch of like valuable instructors. All played college ball at least if not the majors like me and my brother now. Um, yeah, it's a great place to be. Again, again, it's Take the Field. Cole Hutchins is the owner, downtown North St. Paul. Um, yeah, it's a great place to be. I, I train there. I, I, do, I do all my work there. So, What's the website again? Uh, TakeTheField.com, I believe. Okay. Yep. Cool. Check it out, everybody. Yep. Get your kids there. Very cool. Bobby, Bobby said he used to be able to throw 80, and I said I don't believe it. 80? It was 90. Was it You're 90? Was 90. Yeah. He said he still Jeez. thinks he could throw 80. So, okay. I go, no, no I believe way. it. Yeah, no, believe well, that's the problem. I, I did this bet about 10 years ago, maybe not quite 10, and somebody asked me how hard I can throw, and I said, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they said, you can throw 80? I go, if I can't throw 80, I, I'm put me in a grave. <laughs> yeah. And I went outside, and somebody bet me, You know, I think I had like three or 400 bucks on the line. And I hit 69 and 70. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was very humbling. Then I came home and I bought uh, a radar because I didn't believe it. Yeah. And then my daughter's behind the net and she said, Dad, you're not going to like this. It's 70. <sighs> so I, I think hurts. I need to stretch it's, the arm out a little bit yeah. because I can't lose it like that. That's, Train a little bit. It'll, it'll come back. Yeah. It's in there. But, uh, <laughs> it's in there. That's good. <laughs> Thanks, Louie. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you guys coming on the pod. You coming yeah. on the pod. Thanks for having me. It's been great. I wish you all the success. Like I said, there's a lot of people rooting for you. You know, you got, uh, you got something that it's special. And I, I, we hope the best. We want to see yeah. you grow and have a long career and make millions of dollars. And I'm going to ride it out. I appreciate the support, and we'll see where it goes. That's awesome. That's awesome. But... Everyone, uh, thanks for listening. We can all we can be heard on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and all other platforms where you get your podcasts. Please like and subscribe. Tell a friend about us. Last of all, just like I learned growing up on the east side, work hard. Don't be afraid to get your hands dirty. Tell it like it is. Help your neighbors and try to contribute in a positive way. Smile, laugh, and be a good person. And most of all, the easiest thing in the world, live life and don't be a dick. We are out.
It takes a little more than what you show, and that's yesterday. Yeah, yesterday.